Hey, welcome to the inaugural episode, the very first one of Bald Logic Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Dice, and we welcome you today to this weekly podcast where we will be talking about issues and things that affect students, parents, educators, and sometimes just all around junk in life. And so we want to welcome you today to this podcast. We ask you to subscribe to it, share it with your friends, rate us, uh, give us feedback, let us know what you like, what you don't like, because we really want to uh, be here to help you and entertain you. But today I have a special guest with me. Uh, he has been working with students now for about 10 years, I would say, and not only that, uh, he's a, a husband, a father of three and they are a lot of fun to be around. The the uh, a six year old David Asher, a four year old Silas Jude, and a two year old Naomi Ann. And another reason they're really cool to be around is, is they're my grandkids. So I love playing with them. Uh, he's married to my daughter Alicia, my oldest daughter. And I am just it's an honor today to have Micah on here. He's not just that, but he's a, a phenomenal musician and singer as well. But he's always mentoring students, having to work with students. And Micah, welcome to the show today, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me uh, on the podcast. Uh, never thought I would be on a podcast. Didn't think I was cool enough to be on a podcast, but uh, here I am. Makes me think of the first time uh, David Asher scored a soccer goal. Uh, as soon as he scored, he like raised his hands in the air above his head, pretty much slid to his knees and said, I scored! <laughs> and like yelled it at least 10 times. And all I could think was, uh, I like you've been here before. Like pretend, don't pretend this is the first time. But uh, well, I guess... Don't come sliding across the studio and rip your shirt off. I, I won't. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but also, I'm not good at pretending uh, that I've been here before. Like, uh, so yeah, this is cool. I'm honored to be here. Oh, man, it's an honor to have you here. And one of the things that uh, uh, we're sitting in an, uh, an interesting time, I... I it's kind of amazing, this whole social distancing thing. This podcast is releasing right in the middle of all of that. And the whole shut-in, don't go nowhere, six feet. And the key word of everything is uh, the unprecedented times. And I know that you work with several students, and um, probably around, what, 20, 30 students that you, you work with and mentor and uh, not counting what you do with some of your video stuff that you're able to do. And you can't have personal interaction right now. So uh, we're all having to adjust and figure out, because we do school assemblies. We travel all over the mm -hmm. country doing school assemblies and personally and say something can't go into any schools right now because all kids are homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen with a world of homeschoolers? I don't know. I think it's going to be better. I think it's going to be great with a world of homeschoolers. Well, you are a homeschooler. I kid. am. I was about to say, I used to be in a minority, and now uh, everybody that's in a school system, at least in the U.S., uh, is, uh, is homeschooled. Well, right they want to be like you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's dangerous, but we'll <laughs> see. Uh, it has been interesting, though. How many um, how many students do you think are really doing their schoolwork? I'm not. A, I'm afraid to throw any of them under the bus. I will say that I've heard from a few that it doesn't take long at all. Uh, so I don't know if the workload is different or if uh, if they're they're not doing everything. I'm going to believe that they're doing everything and the workload is different. 
But uh, most of them say they're they're done within like an hour to two hours. Really? Yeah. Well, I had I had a student come to my house and help me uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, him and his dad came over and was doing some things in in our yard. And I said something to him about his schoolwork, and he goes, yeah, I'm already in trouble with the school because I haven't been doing my work. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, how can you not be doing your work? He's like, well, because he is a student. Yeah. And uh, I guess with a lot of this, uh, workers that are afraid to go or not, he works at a fast food restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he says he's getting like 40 hours a week alone just doing that. That's a nice paycheck. Yeah. So, you know, we got kids that are – the students around the nation that are knocking down some bank. And yeah. <laughs> and others are uh, addicted to TikTok. <laughs> yeah. We got adults that are addicted to TikTok. I'm one of those adults that's addicted to TikTok. Uh, yeah. So people are being productive with their time, and uh, most of us aren't being so productive with all their free time. Yeah. And it, it, that's pretty interested in it in itself. Uh, so... Um, Subject at hand, you're with the mentoring and working with students so much. What would you say in this situation is your biggest challenge? Because educators are in the same boat you're in. Yeah. Our biggest challenge. Honestly, now, our where we are, our application is a little different. So um, we just transitioned to being youth pastors um, at the church we're, we're uh, currently at. And um, we really didn't have a huge opportunity to build relationships with students uh, so that there was a, a reason to stay connected. Um, a lot of them, um, they know who we are. We know who they are. But um, there wasn't this relational equity that we have to draw on. So we're having to be um, really creative and very intentional about staying, trying. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to make it sound like we're doing better than we are trying to stay connected to students. Um, there's, so there's that problem that's unique, unique to us. But then there's the other problem where, uh, for us, our, you know, again, ours is a faith-based ap- application, but we have a weekly service where we all get together, um, we play games, um, we have time in worship, time in teaching, teaching of the Word, and um, building community. So one of the draws that I believe that that has is they get to hang out with other friends. Right. So they come to a service, they hang out with friends, and watch their youth pastor act like a moron. Because um, that's usually what happens when we play games. Uh, now, when we're trying to hop on a video call, um, there's not that draw, right? Like, maybe there are going to be some people on the call that they know. But um, for the most part, they're caught up doing whatever it is they want to do. Um, now, the students that are incredibly bored um, or just really like hanging out with us, they're on the call. But um, like the ones that are working, the ones that are, in, and I'll say in high school, like 11th graders, 12th graders, um, they're kind of doing their own thing. And honestly, I have no idea how to keep them connected. We've resorted to um, writing cards, like mailing cards to them. Just being encouraging, not like, hey, where you been? Hadn't heard from you, but just like, hey, we're in your corner if you need us. And um, not all of them, but some of them have responded positively to that. And um, yeah, we're just, that's the hardest thing is just trying to find a way to stay connected when there is, isn't this obligation to stay connected. They can do whatever they want. Like if they don't show up to a video call, 
then they don't show up to a video call. You know, yeah. they can stay on TikTok or do whatever it is, whatever it is they want to do. I think one of the things also that we see on a regular basis now with this situation, we were all connected very, very good socially through social media uh, prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I, I only run three types of social media. I'm. I'm still old school Facebook. I'm Instagram, and uh, I also will. I have a um, Twitter account that we run with the with the Say Something Assembly, which I, I really I'm not even on it. So mm-hmm. I guess the and LinkedIn, but the two that I probably monitor the most are are Facebook and Instagram. And and Facebook, I have noticed that early on in the COVID. A lot of communication, a lot of things going on. And now we've got, can you solve this mathematical equation? <laughs> yeah. Or how many chickens survived whatever the, the word puzzle is. Yeah. Or what all these stupid things are. And it's, it, now it's done going from one to the other. Or we've got everybody that is uh, that probably flunked biology one in high school or now COVID <laughs> virus experts, you yeah. know, telling us they have all the they, answers yeah, and conspiracy theories and all that. And, and it all has its place in the world, I guess. But, uh, for me, it's really, really hard to, to now see where the social media is the easy way to stay connected mm-hmm. because, uh, I, it, it, at the time of recording this, uh, the uh, previous week we had two severe tornadoes come through our, our state. And so I've been doing a lot on social media, you know, posting up about the disaster relief efforts. And so we've been down there and, and, but the one thing that I've noticed even through that leading up to this, and and I think with students as well is um, I've seen my neighbors more than I've ever seen them since where I live at. Mm -hmm. People want to get out. They want to do something. Um, before the burn ban had been placed by the governor, uh, people were building little fires and, and, you know, in their fire rings, neighbors are out walking up and down the street or riding golf carts. And, you know, actually face to face, uh, you made a note about mailing or, or sending out handwritten postcards. Mm -hmm. Uh, those types of things are seem to be taking, you know, yeah, there's like more value to it now. Yeah. Cause it's almost like it's bringing us back to a simpler time. I would agree. Yeah, because like we love we love Facebook. Uh, I'm or we'll say social media. For me, it has been a lot of scrolling on TikTok, and uh, it's funny you were talking about all the the dumb stuff that's on Facebook. I really I, it's it's everywhere. Like whether you're on Instagram or TikTok, um, or Facebook or Twitter, wherever you're at, there's there's crazy stuff happening. But uh, anyway, so there's a lot of time. And before, people were like supplementing their time with social media. So they had like some human interaction, doing some things outside of their home, uh, building relationships. And um, social media was growing as far as like how much time they were spending on it. But there were still some of both. Well, now we're like locked in our homes. Uh, we're not locked in, but you know, there, there are less options. And people have dove all the way in on social media. And I feel like more people are getting to the end of the road with that. Like what I've seen this same, uh, this same kind of video a thousand times. Like I'm tired of watching it and people are getting to the point. They want to put their phone down, like give me something else to do. And, um, 
yeah, there's like more value in let's go for a walk down the street. Um, we've never met the, the neighbors before. Let's, you know, maybe we can't go have dinner with them tonight, but we can say hi uh, from the road or the street as we walk by. Or, um, and, and I've always felt like there's something about a handwritten note that's different than a text or an email. Um, there's something about the investment that that has. But there's positives too, right? Like people are going back to other options, but um, video calls are like, really prominent now and I see right. I see a huge value like a lot of value in that so something we've always had a, a uh, not a problem but it's been an obstacle and that's like trying to find opportunities to meet with students um, you know we, we're not educators so we don't get to see them every day we usually see them on Sunday or Wednesday or any other time that we might plan something but it, they don't have the ability to drive anywhere uh, a lot of ours don't. So video calls is that's something we're probably going to keep when all of this is over. Like why why couldn't we hop on a video call on a uh, Monday afternoon, Monday night, and um, you know talk about the Bible or see how their day was and be an encouragement to them. But um, hey, I've learned how to do Zoom through this. Yeah, us too. I didn't even know. I didn't know what Zoom was before this. <laughs> I'm sure they're doing fine. Like the, I'm sure they're making plenty of money from this. Um, but yeah, we we all learned about uh, stuff like Zoom. Well, in all of this, uh, if you were to look at a parent right now, you have three small children, uh, and it's always a a party at the house. I guess you could say. <laughs> Somebody's partying. I don't know yeah. if it's me or Alicia. It's rarely us, but Asher, Silas, and now, yeah, there's a party going on with them all the time. So how do you, how as a parent with kids at home, twenty four seven, you're you've talked to others. Our because you're married to one of them. Our kids are grown and out, and so uh, me and my wife have that kind of that empty nest going on. So it's always fun whenever. You guys and the kids are at the house. Like, you know, there's something going on. But uh, now all parents have their kids home yeah. all the time. You know, uh, what? I, oh, I saw something the other day. I saw a post. I'm trying to remember what it was, who had put it up. And it, it was something along the lines that I think a teacher put it up. And it was like, how many of you are realizing now your kids aren't as perfect as yeah. you've always told us yes, they were? Those are so good. <laughs> I've seen some of those. Like a guy, he pretended to call the teacher and say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> like, he's terrible. Does he fart at class as long as he does at home? <laughs> that kind of stuff. I saw another one where, uh, oh, our governor was doing a live press conference. And, uh, and, and a parent literally posted on the on on the 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 live stream or the Facebook live of the of the governor's press conference. Get our kids back into school. I need help now. <laughs> <laughs> They're bullies. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. I've seen them where they talk about teachers deserve like a million dollars a year salary. Um, but yeah, this this position we're in where we're around our kids a lot more. So um, I'm not going to pretend to be a perfect parent. Um, there have been plenty of times that I have found myself on my phone or preoccupied with whatever it is I want to do instead of uh, being engaged uh, with 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 our kids, with uh, mine and Alicia's kids. And um, this has been kind of an eye-opening opportunity. I mean, this is very serious. There, there are people um, 
that are dying. There are people that are losing loved ones. Uh, there are people that are they they don't know how they're going to make it financially through this. Uh, so I don't want to minimize the negative impact of all this. Um, but for us, we're making it. Um, you know, we're, our income is fine. Uh, everything is going okay. It's different, but it's going okay. So I have an opportunity to do something that they don't, and that is, what can I learn from this? And it is taking advantage of every opportunity we have with our kids, being more intentional. Um, again, even now, I'm not perfect. It depends on what time of day you were to ask me this question. Like if you said, hey, do you like staying at home with your kids? Uh, I might say yes. And if you ask me 10 minutes later, I'll, I'll probably yell at you and say, no, I'm not okay being at home with our kids. And then 10 minutes later, yeah, I was a jerk earlier. Like I like being at home with our kids. Um, but we've played on the trampoline. We've gone for walks. We've played with Legos more than we ever have. Um, we have we've just done a lot together. And um, I appreciate this less complicated version of life where um, I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses uh, via social media. Um, instead, I can see what's in front of me. And maybe for the first time in a long time, I'm beginning to see the value in it. Um, that This is something that I'm not going to have forever. Uh, again, I'm not raising teenagers, but I'm going to blink. You know this better than I do. I'm going to blink and and uh, my kids are going to be moving out. They're going to be getting married. Don't take long. Yeah, but now I have an opportunity to to be a part of their life. Like we have acted out Bible stories. Um, I, we used to try to read Bible stories, like devotionals. That didn't go well. Um, the only one who cared was me, <laughs> <laughs> Asher, Silas, uh, Naomi. They didn't care. But now we've started assigning everybody roles. And uh, newsflash, everybody wants to be Jesus every time he's, he's an option. <laughs> but we've started acting out Bible stories, and um, they're remembering Bible stories now. And um, I could go, you know what, that's somebody else's job. Uh, Kids Church is going to do that for them. But instead, uh, Alicia and I have been able to do that for them. So um, for all the parents that are staying at home with their kids, I would say... Um, I'm, I'm speaking to myself as much as anybody, see the beauty in now, but then also be like, give yourself some grace. Uh, not every moment is going to be an Instagram moment. You're not going to take a picture and go, everything's great. Five minutes later, it's still great. An hour <laughs> yeah. later, it's even greater than it was an hour ago. No, like you're still going to get mad. Like I was kidding around with somebody. I was on a call and I said, um, I used to never think I was going to yell at my kids. I thought, I thought my mom was impatient. Uh, she'd yell at us. I'm like, I'm never going to do that to my kids. And um, now it's like a hobby. It's like a pastime. Like I enjoy, <laughs> it's therapeutic for me to just yell at somebody every now and then. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but um, we're not perfect. Um, but nobody's asking us to be. Nobody, we don't need to be perfect. We just need to be present with our kids. That's right. We just need to be present. Well, that's the cool thing about being a granddad now. Um there's, there was so much in my professional life earlier when I was in and had a professional career um, that I would sell time. I would sell my vacations, you know, and and it didn't take long. You know, my girls grew up, got married, or one goes off to college, and you realize, all right, just me and the wife are at home. Um, you start realizing what's really important, and if I could go back in time. Uh, I wouldn't change 
very much stuff except I wouldn't even change the bad things that we went through. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would probably change is we would have took more family vacations or more weekend getaways or something instead of working so much. Because I felt like I had to be the money maker of the house. I had to be the the supplier. And uh, and that meant you give 100% of that so that they have what they need back Mm -hmm. home. When in reality, uh, they just wanted us. Yeah. And so I think these times right now has got us to that point. I think these times have got us where... Students, a lot of times, just want that. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a teacher. We were doing school assemblies up in uh, Michigan. And I, I'll never forget, it was a cold day. God, it was snowy. And and I had this student come up to me afterwards. And, and she the, the student was talking to me. And the teacher saw me talking to her. And she walked over to us. And I asked the teacher, did she know this particular student? And she goes, oh, yeah, we're buddies. And it instantly they began to talk to each other. And she said, well, I tell you what, come by my class after lunch and, and let's we'll talk some more about this. And, and the little girl left and had to go on back to class. And the teacher looked at me and she said, I spend five days a week with this student. And I can tell you more about her than her mom can tell you about oh, her. Oh, man. And it, she wasn't uh, speaking down to the mom. Yeah, it, she the mom's a single mom of two kids and and works a lot. But when she was home, she wasn't home. Mm-hmm. She wasn't connected. She wasn't in our life. And so, I, I think that's a thing parents are learning now is how much they really are needed in their students' oh, lives absolutely. during this time. I think it's time is helping. It's bad as it is. I think this has been a time that the the American family can hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. A recalibration. What really matters. Yeah. And you were talking about like the vacation and and I couldn't help but think about it's easy. Um this is a great resource. This is, I was just looking it up. Um I think it's justaphase.com. Yeah, justaphase.com. Great resource. Uh it talks about um it's a resource for parents and realizing that there are phases in their kid's life. But one of the things that they say is uh, the days are long, but the weeks are short. And um, they've done some math on how many weeks you have with your kid from the moment they're born to the moment they graduate. But let's, let's break it down even smaller than that. From the moment a child is born to they graduate high school, let's just say 18, we'll only have 18 summers with them. Only 18 Christmases. And it's easy to go, well, it doesn't matter, and let this go. But you're going to blink, and it's going to be 17. You're going to blink, and it's going to be 10. And before you know it, they're going to be in high school, and you're going to go, I only have four summers left. Um, and realizing, yeah, we need to hit reset. We need to back up. Um, these things that I feel like matter, maybe they don't really matter. Um, maybe the only thing that matters, and Andy Stanley has said this, um, don't trade what is unique to you for something someone else will do. Um, somebody's going to take my job one day. Like, I'm not going to be the youth pastor at River of Life and forever. I'm going to die. And if I don't die, uh, God's going to transition us. But I will always be Naomi's dad. I will always be Silas and David Asher's dad. And why would I trade this momentary responsibility for something that is unique to me? And that's true for every parent, right? 
Uh, nobody else is going to be the parent to their kid. There could be people that step up and help, but if if you're the mom, you're the mom. That's right. If you're the dad, you're the dad. You don't have to have all the answers, but you just have to be there. Just being there is the best thing. Well, it's been great having you here for our first one. Well, I appreciate it. It's been and really cool. I, I can attest you're a great dad. You're a great leader and mentor to students. I love watching you you, you work. I watch how you relate with students. And uh, you even drink and eat weird stuff to, to <laughs> entertain to them. To make them laugh. So, uh, you know, th- those are all things to be well of. And I, I work around a lot of great people that, that love students enough that they dedicate their lives and their careers, whether they're teachers, counselors, uh, youth pastors, social workers, I work with so many in so many different veins. It's really awesome to see those that pour into them. But there's nobody that can take the place of a parent. Mm-hmm. None. And, nope. and and even all those that can give and help, all they're trying to be is be an extra tool in the belt of the parent mm-hmm. to to make sure that that student grows up to be the strongest, best person in society and in this world that they can be. And so I thank you for dedicating your life to that. And so, again... Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for being the guy that you are. So everybody, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you'll leave a comment. Also share this podcast and subscribe to it. Uh, we'll be doing these on a weekly basis. Uh, I promise it will get better. It will get tighter. It will get cleaner as we all walk this road together and learn it where none of us are professionals. We're all just trying to live this life together. So thanks again for being a part of bald logic podcast. We'll catch you next week.